You know the saying, it's getting to be a cliche. There are two types of organizations, those that have been hacked and those who don't know they've been hacked. But that adage reflects a reality. Organizations go months, sometimes years, before they discover they've been breached. And often that's because organizations, whether in the private sector or government, lack skilled personnel to defend their information assets. David Foote is co-founder and CEO of the eponymous IT employment research firm Foot Partners. And Foote suggests the solution to the shortage of skilled cybersecurity personnel is time. It's the maturing of the workforce. You learn some things in school, but it's like medical training. You go to school to be a surgeon. You can learn academically and you can work on cadavers, but when you're in your residency, you may do a surgery a day, but when you're a real doctor, you may be doing 16 surgeries a day. You have to go through a period of time when you're actually on the job doing it live. It's just patience. We just have to wait until the cybersecurity jobs mature and we have enough people that have been out of school and practiced and have learned on the job how you actually determine whether you've been hacked, you know, what the root cause is and what's been stolen. I don't know that there's any other way. It's just a maturation process that takes time. Still, as enterprises buy time for the maturation process to work itself out, they can take steps to toughen their cyber defenses with the right deployment of personnel. Foot sees how organizations tackle developing expertise in cloud computing as applying to cybersecurity. If you're going to have to cross-train workers you already have and convert them into security specialists, so that's what happened with cloud engineers, architects, administrators. That's what's going to happen with security people as well. You're going to look at people you already have, and you're going to certify those people, and they're going to become your base foundation workforce going forward doesn't mean you're not going to also try to recruit, but you're going to focus much more on training and development. And companies in general don't do particularly well in training and development. We've seen cases, particularly with cloud, where they said, well, we have to do a much better job at that. And they literally did create strategies that were successful in terms of putting people in seats, you know, to fill these. Turning to individuals within one's organization occurs because often there are a few alternatives in identifying potential security personnel. Classically, you would go to the consulting community, you'd look at contractors, you'd look at you know, the contingent workforce. I think what's happening now is they're going to that community and they'll tell you that their bench strength is low as, as well. The good ones are at capacity, so you, you don't have a choice. You have to uh, create some of that talent uh, in-house. Of course, with a lot of other practices that once relied on human talent, automating security processes is an approach many organizations need to adopt as the scarcity of skills endures. When that happens, you have to say, well, what about intelligent IT security automation through machine learning and behavioral analysis? What about that automated security solutions? And I know that the vendor community is on this right now, and they are working on reducing this cyber staffing dilemma through an intelligent IT security automation. I can't tell you exactly what that will look like over the next two and three years, but that is classically one of the ways that you reduce the number of people needed as you automate that. In making these decisions, an organization must consider the entire enterprise and how cyber risk melds with overall risk. You have this convergence going on right now where you've had risk management groups and risk assessment groups operating for years and years and years on the business side with risk essentially being defined as you know, how you're doing against your competitors, financial risk. It's not been about information security or cybersecurity. It's been about business risk from a traditional definition. Well, now business risk has become cyber threats. Board of directors absolutely know that a cyber threat can take down a brand, can really mess with the price of your stock. The idea is what do we do? 
we have these risk management groups. We have these security talent that has been under CTOs for many years. Right now, there's convergence as to where do we manage security. This has put CISOs in a very unusual place because can a CISO or the CISO that you have in place right now be very strong on the business side and the risk management and assessment side, but also strong on the technical side? And I think the answer to that is, is very much like what we saw with CIOs very, very difficult to find somebody who's equally gifted in both areas in the same body. The chief information security officer's involvement in making these decisions could depend on the type of CISO he or she is. I see right now that companies are looking for three kinds of CISOs. They're all either looking for one that's very business savvy and very capable on the, on the business side and really can inspire the board and senior management in terms of how they their understanding of risk and how information security and cybersecurity uh, fit into that, the overall risk management picture in the company. And I would call that the more business-oriented CISO. Then you've got the functional CISO, which would be the deeply technical one. They're the ones that you'd absolutely put in place to build the foundation, the technology, the technical foundation of the forensics, the enterprise defense, the incident handling, and incident analysis, and all of that. And then you've got this third kind of CISO, which I call more the transformation CISO. You look at companies, and they're so broken from the perspective of having spent very little time thinking about security other than compliance for years and years and years. They just severely understaffed and underfunded security. So now they're in a position where they have to move really fast to transform themselves. There are CISOs that we call transformational CISOs, which can come in, and they really go from company to company, and they do very, very quick fixes on putting the... organization together and a plan going forward to transform that organization from a very broken to a functional, if you will, organization that understands the security issue. The problem with transformational is they're not very good at day-to-day maintenance. They're really good at looking long-term and putting in these fixes, and they tend to go from company to company to company. So if you're going to choose the transformational, you backfill that with probably more of a functional. So after that, again, to do the nuts and bolts part of that, or some combination of business and functional. So and there are people out there that can exist in both areas, but they're not deep in both areas, but they're sufficient to be able to glue those two groups together, but it may require a lot of support at the director level and manager level underneath them. Whether in the C-suite or the trenches, the roles of cybersecurity professionals are being redefined. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.